Hello. Hey, it's Keith. Oh, hi, Keith. Howdy. Are you free today? Uh, yeah. If I can make the dog shut up. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, I probably won't uh, keep you. I won't keep you too long anyway, because uh, best that I don't put too much pressure on my poor feet. So did you get to see a doctor? Yeah. So uh, I guess those are. I got two two bits of news. So the first one is foot doctor person, which uh, I guess the good thing with that is I didn't need uh, the super custom. You know, because the, they did warn me right up front, same as Brad said, like it would be like $500 for these insane uh, custom things. So I didn't need those. So instead, uh, it was only, I guess it still costs like 100 bucks for the doctor visit or whatever, the specialist visit, and then like $70 for some over-the-counter things. So it still wasn't super cheap, but I mean, that's much cheaper. So it was like 170 or something. And uh, yeah, and it seems like they're working out okay. Okay. So do you than have before. to go back and get them checked after a bit to see? Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, September 6th is my two-week thing. And yeah, like my feet are still, they're a little tender still, but it's clearly better than before. It's interesting, too, just to talk to uh, a pro doctor. Like the, uh, I mean, the lady was kind of like almost apologetic that the, the uh, you know, fee to see her was like 100 bucks. Because I guess if you get the $500 orthotics, they just fold that $100 in. But to me, $100 was a small price to pay to get like someone who actually knows about feet to tell yeah. me all about my feet. Because like, just weird stuff that I would never be able to know. Like uh, like she was just uh, sort of, you know, moving my feet around. And to, I mean, to me, they're just feet. They're just, you know, they're the only feet I've ever had or whatever. But apparently my feet are uh, hyper flexible. She said it's like what uh, gymnasts do with their feet. But that's no, not Mr. Colic. Yeah, yeah, because if you're not a gymnast, it's not not a good thing to have. <laughs> but like that's just such a weird thing. Like even as she was doing it, I got, I'm like, well, okay, that's just what my feet do. But apparently, then she showed me like how bendable a normal person's feet are supposed to be, and it's way less. And it's just such a weird little thing. Like just little stuff like that. It's neat to know. You mean yours are more bendable than what the average yeah, person? Yeah, way more. Be. Like they're really floppy, and like you know, I can. Like, I mean, everyone can curl their feet downward, but mine can bend back. Like, she said it was more than double what a normal person's foot can. <laughs> so I'm like, Jesus. But again, it's weird. It's like a power that you don't want to have or whatever. And then so combined with being flat-footed, it's like, you know, there's just, like, my feet just... It's surprising in some ways that it took this long for this to catch up with me because uh, she was showing me how in normal shoes, like, my feet just... It's like... Uh, I don't know, like it's like a, a mudslide down a hill or something like they just broom, they just collapse into the side of my shoes because there's nothing, you know, to to support them. To support them, yeah. But see, it, it didn't come on real fast, though, because you've always had trouble with your feet. But but it did in the sense that, like, I mean, I walk all the time, like, you know, in Toronto and here and New York, everywhere, like I've walked every day for like several hours and never really had a problem. And then all of a sudden, within the space of like two months out here, like it started to be painful so it was sudden in that sense and uh so what happens if they if this doesn't work like you've paid 70 dollars for these are inserts i presume yeah and uh well it's kind of interesting that too just like i did like they are uh like off the shelf ones but for my type of feet but also she did these kind of just little things i wouldn't have thought you could really do um where like there's this one big tendon in the bottom of my foot that's especially bad so she like carved out a groove underneath where that tendon is and like it didn't occur to me that it would be such a sort of a 
obvious solution of like if that part of your foot is hurting just get insoles so that so that that part isn't pressing against the sole of the shoe and i guess my big toes are prominent so she made like a an in, a deeper indent indentation you know where so like they're somewhat customized but not to the extent that they need to take foot molds and all that and there is still like a certain pain and then now like that that pain is covered there's another part that hurts a lot less but still does kind of hurt so i presume when i go back like you know then she'll customize for that and hopefully it'll be all good but yeah like jumping to the uh the customs like yeah it's like too too severe a jump like that's because really all i did was try these one over-the-counter things that uh, were not at all the proper thing so well, I'll get Neil to put some extra money in your account at the end of the month. But I'll, anyway, I'll get him to put 1500 in just so you'll have some extra to cover off anything like that, okay? Well, actually, that's something else that uh, my second little story that I'll get to as soon as well. The, with the foot thing, I guess just to wrap that up, is um, is like I, I'm not, I don't know if I can go back to my walking all day everywhere type of thing, but maybe that was like pushing it anyway, you know? <laughs> like maybe as a... A grown person, like that's not a realistic expectation of how much pressure to put on a person's foot. Because it seems like as long as I don't, like, literally walk downtown, you know, if I just take a bus, <laughs> you know, like casual, normal level walking seems to be okay. So that's good. But yeah, I'm hoping this all sorts out okay with the feet because I do think I have some walking ahead of me. Because my other news is way bigger news is that I'm going to move at the end of September. Okay, to where? To Amsterdam. To Amsterdam. <laughs> Didn't expect that, huh? <laughs> yeah, it came about real suddenly. This was not, like, I wasn't really intending to leave Vancouver yet, but uh, Matt Jenkins has a bunch of vacation days from his job that he has to use up by the end of the year, or, you know, they're just gone forever. So he asked Chris Harding if he wanted to go to Amsterdam with him, and Chris was like, okay, I guess. And so then he asked me, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, okay, because I always did, like, that's one of the reasons I've never been overseas is because nobody ever, you know, that easy opportunity like this just never came up. I never knew anyone that was going. So now that Matt is going, I, uh, it's at the end of September, and that's exactly when my lease runs out in Vancouver. And my place in Vancouver sucks anyway. Like, it's a very small thing to lose that. And uh, a one-way flight to Amsterdam is like under five hundred dollars. It's really cheap. So. Okay. Uh, so again, it was like a similar thing to like when I was talking. Okay. Sorry, I can't. Stop. Get off the bed. Be quiet. This dog hates barking. <laughs> <laughs> she barks all the time when he comes around. Um, so okay. It was, well, so. it was because it was like when I was talking about uh, this person I know that's in Japan for the year, and like if I were to go to Japan, like why not stay in that area? Like why go all the way there and fly all the way back? So it's the same exact scenario, just a different city. It's like why fly all the way to Amsterdam for a week and then fly back to Vancouver? Like I'm already there. It's like why not? Why not just stay? Like what's the difference? Okay. <laughs> so that's that's my plan, yeah. Because again, like it's so cheap, I couldn't believe how cheap the flight was. It was like four ninety for this like overnight. Cause especially coming from Vancouver, it's such a long flight. It's like nine and a half hours. But it's this this airline called Transat that everyone says is really sucky. But how bad could it be? I mean, it's a plane, right? It still has to fly. <laughs> it's not like it's gonna have holes in it or something. <laughs> 
Yeah, so basically, um, so I don't have strong plans there. I've got, I'm going to get there like a week before Matt. I'm just going to leave at the end of September. So I did like an Airbnb thing for the first week. I just uh, got a place that was kind of expensive just because it was centralized and easy to get to from the airport. Like since I've never been there before, I didn't want to give myself too many troubles out the gate. So it's pretty expensive. It's like 400 bucks for the week. And then when Matt and Chris are there, we're going to split for the second week and just all stay together at a place. Then I have no plans at all from there. But once I get the lay of the land and stuff, like I should be able to, uh, you know, stay at cheaper places and places that are like longer term for cheaper or maybe that are not, you know, that are kind of out in the suburbs and stuff. Like there's plenty of different stuff I'm sure I'll be able to sort out. But initially it's going to be a little pricey. Okay, so... Or basically, it's like I need to give you some more money. Uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm, like things are. I, I blew quite a bit of money coming back to the East Coast, so I had like ten grand, and now I'm down to six. But, uh, but still, I've got like six grand. So, but then, yeah, it's like uh, so. I got the plane ticket and these Airbnbs, and gotta get some euros before I go. So by the time I leave here, like I'll still have about three thousand, three thousand five hundred or so. Yeah. And everything well, covered I, I for the can, first couple uh, weeks, I can but do, I can do you a little, a little better than that. Yeah, I mean, my plan is still to try to keep things cheap. It's just, uh, especially like initially, just getting my the lay of the land and trying to figure things out. Like, I was kind of looking into that, like trying to find, because there's like places in in Holland that for like the whole month was only like $700, which is like pretty good. But they're, you know, in like South Holland and like just kind of like weird places that are probably easy to get to on a train, but I don't know how to do that. And I didn't want to do it out the gate. And I don't even know if I want to stay in, in the Netherlands for a whole month. Like, I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Like, who knows? I really have no idea. So I want to keep things flexible, but the problem is that does add up. That's a little expensive. Yeah, especially when you're first going, first setting yourself up. Right. Okay, well, um, I'll, start, I'll start putting some in there. I'll give you 2000 this time because that'll cover your feet. And, and then set me up, okay? Yeah, I mean, if that's cool with you, that would be very helpful. Just because, yeah. like, again, if everything's basically okay, I'm, you know, I've got, still got some cash and stuff from my cheesecake job and whatever, but just to, just to make sure, you know, everything goes fine. No, I mean, your brother still gets quite a bit of money from us, and he doesn't do anything with it, so, well, he does, but not what he should be doing with it, so, you know, that that's only fair. Yeah, and I mean, sure. I, and I, it's not like I'll be buying anything. Like, I still, if anything, I still just... I wish I had like a smaller, cheaper computer even. Like my computer now is kind of almost like a, a weight of like the only valuable thing in my book bag is this computer. It's almost like a pain. But if I sell it, like I won't get any, you know, it's not really worth it. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. But yeah, so like the money will only be just for just for food and lodging. But, uh, but yeah, it was weird at first when Matt mentioned that. I was like, wow, this really is sooner than I expected to leave. Like, I didn't really feel ready to leave Vancouver yet. But on the other hand, after going to Fredericton and Toronto and coming back here, it did feel a little stale in a way. It's like, okay, here I am just back in Vancouver or whatever. And now that this is all set to go, now it seems like forever. It's like, geez, I got another whole month before and I'm all psyched up for this plan now and everything's all sorted and I got my plane ticket and I got a place to stay for the first couple of weeks and now it's got a month to wait. <laughs> like now it feels like a long time. Well, then hopefully the foot thing will work out and... Yeah, I am. That's the one kind of thing is because like... Because for you to be over there and have foot, foot issues, that's a whole different... 
Yeah, and it is kind of especially bad, like, yeah, just, just not being able to walk. Like, even if, you know, I can only walk a couple hours a day, it sounds like a lot, but it's not. <laughs> like, that adds up fast, like, and not knowing how all the transit and stuff works. Yeah, because that would be kind of a bummer to get over there and just have to really be easy on my feet. But, but everything seems pretty much okay. And, yeah, like, I've got the one more appointment on the 6th, and then there's time for at least one more justification, or just, um modification before I go. So, um, so you can pretty well land there and, and have a place. Yeah, like it seems, it seems simple. This place that I got, it was, a, uh, it's kind of handy. It's, uh, so I'm just using that Airbnb thing and, uh, and I was kind of, you know, sort of hemming and hawing a bit about where I should stay and like places that are central were expensive, but places that weren't central, I didn't know how to get to. And then this place that wasn't there the day before just popped up and it was like, you know, not that bad, like whatever it was, 33, $35 a night, you know, it comes to like 400 bucks a week and in a really good location. And it even said on the little page, it's like, this is a rare find, like this place is almost always booked. So I was like, oh, cool. And then I think, cause it's good. I think that I used Airbnb when I first moved to Vancouver for the first month or two, cause now I have all these good reviews. So I think that helps too. So. Yeah, so apparently, though, just from the airport, I've got to get to Central Station, which I presume can't be that hard to get to at Central Station. Like, it seems like there's a train straight from the straight from the airport, and then one more train to... Stop it! Like, a, a train to, like, a stadium, and then it's, like, two blocks from this stadium, it's, so it should be no problem. Okay. But that is weird, too, like, since I don't have data on my phone, and uh, my cell phone actually won't work at all in Europe, like, I will be completely unable to contact anybody <laughs> but but i'm sure it should be fine but yeah it's weird too because i really don't like since this was not at all even where i intended to go or whatever i'm like like maybe i'll stay in amsterdam i don't know like i'm sure the reason matt's going is because you know you can buy pop brownies and the red light district and all the cool stuff with amsterdam that i don't i don't give a shit about any of that stuff <laughs> but but then i was looking at a map and i'm like but i also don't know where else to go like i guess paris would be an obvious one try my french a little but I'm looking at like Germany and Italy and all these places and I'm like, I guess, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I guess I'll just like, I'll just let it happen however it happens. Yes, let it happen. That seems to be, <laughs> that seems to be how you govern your life anyway. Yeah, because honestly, like kind of in my mind, I was thinking like go to Japan and that's the expensive part and blow a bunch of money, but then just go to like Cambodia or Vietnam where it's like really cheap. But Europe's like this weird middle ground, you know, it's like, it's not... Japan expensive, but it's not cheap, and it'll be cool to soak it in, but it is still just a bunch of people walking around speaking English, basically. <laughs> like, it's not particularly exotic, but it'll be cool because I've never been there. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, and you can always come back. Yeah, I was really shocked at how cheap that plane ticket is. Like, it's literally cheaper to fly to Amsterdam than it is to fly to Fredericton. It's weird. <laughs> like, in that sense, maybe it wouldn't be so weird to just fly there for a week and come back. But, but again, there's just kind of no reason to come back to Vancouver. Like, you know, if I come back a few months from now or a year from now, I'll like it again. Whereas now I'm just, just it's just the place I'm at. It's like, oh, here it is. It's good to shake yeah, it up a little. Maybe if you can uh, go over to the British Isles. and. Yeah, I mean, I know... Uh, Finland. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. See, I don't really, it's nothing in me that wants to go to those places. <laughs> but maybe if they're you just never know. there and Once it's Once you cheap. get to one European center, you may want to go to other places over yeah, there. Yeah, maybe. 
I don't know, in my mind it's all just dark with no sun and just a bunch of people with funny accented English. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but at least they hit the heavy hitters, you know, like Paris and uh, I know like three people in London. So that's like the one place I know people at. So, so we'll see. And I mean, yeah, like maybe, maybe Holland is super cool and I'll just stay there for, I guess like three months is the main general visitor visa for every place so that's good at least that'll like kind of that kind of solves part of the problem it's like well if i don't you know if i'm not into a place i'll just leave and even if i am like eventually i gotta leave make the circuit see what happens i don't know man you know what's one thing that's interesting though is uh so the airbnbs you know they're not especially cheap and even hostels these days aren't crazy cheap like maybe 25 dollars a day but usually 30 like you'd think they'd be a much better deal but they're not really like airbnb stuff still seems just as good they're not pleasant to stay in either unless they've changed dramatically when i was over there like 35 years ago oh they seem like the, the way to go but really we stayed a couple of nights in a in, in a motel and man it was so much better yeah the yeah. hostels they make you get up at the crack of dawn and get out yeah that's what is like yeah the airbnb stuff is generally not too much more and uh yeah, and you're, like, in someone's actual house just in their spare room or something, and, like, as long as you have good reviews, which I do, yeah, because hostels, yeah, it's just all the random yahoos and stuff. Like, it really seems like it should be a lot cheaper <laughs> than it is. But the other thing that's interesting that I might look into or dip my toe in is, I think I've told you about this before, but couchsurfing.com, which is the website of just people that just take in travelers and you sleep on their couch or spare bed or whatever. And I just did a quick little check today and because like Airbnb, it's even, there's not like even a ton of places and it's really slammed a lot and like people are, you know, it's a very popular service. So people are using the stuff all the time where on couch surfing, there's literally, it's like 26,000 people just in the Netherlands uh, signed up to this thing that are just like offering places for travelers to stay. And like how crazy is that like i mean you can only stay at each place for maybe a few days or something or whatever the person thinks is okay and you are kind of at the beck and call of whoever lives there but but uh it's weird because it seems easier and it's more central and it's free instead of even paying money <laughs> like it's just weird but it kind of makes sense like if i had a spare couch or something i could see doing that like it's just kind of cool if people are traveling and they just come in and sleep on your couch and it's like no skin off my back and you kind of you know you you pay it forward of the the beautiful gift of travel or whatever oh. so i mean we'll, we'll see how it goes but <laughs> well that's the thing is it really does seem like in a sense counterintuitive but but uh, I don't know, it's weird. It's like that's just sort of the, in a weird way, like the way the world seems to be going in a sense. Or of like, I guess how I was thinking of it is, is that trip to the East Coast was like my little test run of do I need anything that isn't in, the, in this book bag? And everything was fine. And like even like not owning anything, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I'm like, so what is it that I don't have? Like a TV, I guess? Like who cares? I still got a computer. I can watch stuff on that. Like, the, the more I get rid of stuff, I just don't feel like I'm, like, I lost anything. It's like, I'm not missing anything. And I feel like this could be, like, even taking that idea a step further. Like, just dealing with the commerce of money and rentals and blah, blah, blahs. Like, maybe that's just making it more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> like, you know, now that there's, like, a website and this nice centralized place that everyone who is cool and just doesn't mind letting people stay on their couch can just, you know, gather... 
and you can just maybe you can just do that like maybe it's not a big deal yeah you're right it seems to be moving in kind of a weird direction like that like even in uh, I think it's in Toronto but it's probably everywhere in big cities uh, but I've, I've in Toronto I've heard of it a couple of times if I, I advertise that I'm having dinner at my house and you're a complete stranger but you can come over to my house and pay me twelve dollars and have a great supper and some wine and camaraderie and then you go home yeah <laughs> right and then, <laughs> and then uh you know maybe the, uh, tomorrow night you'll look and you'll find that joe who lives out in some other area he's having dinner at his house and you can go over to his house and he's cooked up a whole mess of meal and you pay 12 or 13 dollars and <laughs> you have an evening an evening's entertainment and wine and a good meal and you, know, you couldn't get it at a restaurant for that price yeah and i guess the thing is that people just you know, want to be a three-course meal somebody will make a three-course meal with the dessert and the, the salad at the beginning and the meal and and i presume like the main point is like just to, to meet people right like just to yeah it's to meet people and and uh, it's oftentimes for people who like if you might you might not want to go to a restaurant by yourself but uh, but you're not a couple you don't have anybody to go with but uh, it's perfectly acceptable and comfortable to show up by yourself at this person's house. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's a neat thing in a way. It's like, like, uh, and it does seem like, yeah, the world's sort of hit this point of, you know, 9-11 super paranoia of like, oh, you can't, you can't hitchhike because you'll get murdered and you can't go to Cambodia because you'll get kidnapped and you can't do this and you can't do that. And it's like everybody's slowly realizing, especially with the internet, making everything more accessible that it's like no none of that's really true <laughs> like the world's fine you're 99.9% fine everywhere no matter what you do so let's all just chill out and like yeah just hang out and stop being so insulated and weird and like protected that's the one thing I was kind of thinking with the couch surfing thing is uh, even if the only kind of like payment would be just for me to to be sociable and tell people about Canada or whatever, I could actually see that wearing me out pretty fast. <laughs> like if the payment was like I'm a weird bard and like I just bring them tales of Canada, it's like after the third or fourth person, I'd be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm just going to pay for a room. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's some people that just could do that forever, just would love to meet a new person every three days and just always be moving around. But I think that actually might wear me out. Yeah, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. Yeah, like I could totally see offering a couch for somebody and like doing that couch surfing stuff if I had my own like house or whatever. But I think I would just kind of be like, hey, you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing. Like, we don't need to do the cultural exchange. <laughs> I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, that's right. Just go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to bed, pay your fee, go to bed, shut up and be out in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it uh, should be kind of cool and I have been just sort of like, you know, like planning for this in a sense like you know i'm already you know set we got my one bag of stuff and whatever should be like pretty i guess i really quickly went from like that feeling of of like i'm not quite ready to leave vancouver yet to like kind of the opposite like i'm just like like i got this little plane and this airbnb place there's one little connection on the subway to get there like like it's so easy in a way it's like oh this is actually I think it's going to be real boring. Like, I'll just get to Amsterdam and go to a different McDonald's. Like, you know, it's probably, it's a good thing in a way because it's not psyching me out. Like, but. 
but uh, yeah, it is weird because I have a feeling like besides people's accent being different, it's probably going to be pretty similar, <laughs> you know. But who knows? I guess you can't know till you're there. Like, I thought America and Canada were the same until I went to America, and they're like shockingly different. So, so maybe I'll eat my words. Well, that's quite a few major changes. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so I think it'll be kind of cool. Yeah, and I think Matt's whole big thing with this is he uh, he proposed to his girlfriend. They're getting married and stuff. So, uh, so oh, yeah. you better go sow the wild oats in before he yeah, ties so the knot. Between that and yeah, his vacation days that he has to take, and it was pretty cool that uh, I think Chris Harding he uh, resisted a little initially, because it is going to be kind of expensive. Like this place Matt got, it is gorgeous. Like our second week there, it's. It's right in downtown Amsterdam, and it's like this person's whole apartment. Like, it's a beautiful apartment. It's like a two-story place, like bo- fancy bookshelves and super nice, but it's going to cost us each $400. Like, the total is like $1,200 for five days or whatever. But that's what's neat about Airbnb also is, like, if these people, you know, vacate their apartment for just the five days, it'll probably cover, like, a ton of their rent or their mortgage or whatever. And since they're local, they can just go stay with whatever, friends or parents or whatever. And uh, and because we, like Matt's used Airbnb, I've used Airbnb, we all have these like thumbs up positive reviews. So they're, you know, relatively confident we aren't just going to ruin their house. It's just a really neat system. And way better than staying at like a hotel. Like you should see the pictures of this place we're staying at. It's so nice. Okay, in the first place where you arrive, where, where's that? It's uh, so it's by some I can't remember the exact name. I've got it all written down, but it's uh, it's just like a, a little single. It's like a, a little apartment complexy place that's like three rooms with one shared kitchen, bathroom, or whatever. And I just get one of the rooms. It's uh, you know, it's just very standard, just normal little thing. But but again, it's only like man, it's something like five or six dollars a day more than a hostel. Like you know, <laughs> it's not that it's such a great deal. It's that hostels are such a bad deal. Because it's so much better than that situation. So yeah, I just get the key, and then I just got my own place for the the week. Okay. Yeah, and even that crazy cheap flight, like that's kind of cool too. Is like if I do need to just pull the ripcord and bail out, it's uh, I mean it's because I got it a month in advance, but still, like that it's that cheap to get back to a major city, you know, to Toronto or Vancouver. Just a direct flight for five hundred bucks. <laughs> like damn, that's really like not bad. think about in all these places that you roam around although winter stink there um in montreal yeah well i guess the thing is i don't really want to like that seems lonely to me in a weird way because like i've been to montreal i know the place and i just don't know any people there so if i just went there by myself it would just be weird whereas if i go to some weird place like amsterdam where i don't know anybody either but because i'm soaking in a new place and uh you know just a new environment then it doesn't like whatever switch in my brain that feels lonely just doesn't go off because I don't care that I don't know anyone like that's the point is that I don't know anyone where in Montreal it's just it's too close to home it's just like why am I here when I could be in Toronto or Fredericton and I would know someone <laughs> you know like the city itself just doesn't have the enough of an allure to uh, counterbalance the fact that I don't know anybody okay well 
yeah, I guess that's uh, yeah, that's all I got really, because it's like, yeah, it's, uh, in a sense, it's like a cool thing. It's like a big cool, whoa, cool, moving to Amsterdam. But then when you really break down the nuts and bolts of it, it's like, <laughs> it's, not, it's like I just get on a plane and then I'll just be in a different weird apartment. You know, it's really not even going to be that different. Well, you'll have to let me know how that works out. Oh yeah, of course. I'll just keep you keep you posted. I'll just keep you know giving phone calls and whatnot yeah, and uh and i mean that should be neat too just that just that there's somewhere to go like from here there's nowhere to go except maybe seattle where there it really is like like uh, i mean i don't know germany is right next door and france is real close though so those alone but I, I figure at the very least like i'll definitely try my best to go to france and england because I don't know. Those are just the big, the big heavy hitters. And then it, after that, like I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see how expensive it ends up being too. Like if it's, if I just can't find a, a cheaper way to kind of keep the ball rolling. And if yeah, it'll depend. If it, if Europe seems like it's worth the expense, but if I can find ways to get it to be cheaper, or if I just find it super fascinating, you know, either way, then I'll just keep that going. And if not, whatever, I'll just decide from there. Well, you're certainly able to stretch it pretty far for not staying in the workforce for very long. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I just can't. I can't do that stuff. I can't do it. Just, I mean, even that, I guess, like coming back to Vancouver after traveling to the East Coast, like, I just like moving around more. Like even this, even being back in Vancouver with the beautiful mountains and everything, like feels a little bit boxed in. So like, all right, here I am just back here. So, I mean, that, I think that would be like my ultimate like fun thing if I if if I can find cheap enough ways to do this is like is because I love to just like around here I love to just get on the train or to get on a bus and just go somewhere and like read a book or whatever or work on some writing while I'm traveling while I'm moving, but I, there's nowhere to go to you know <laughs> like I just go in a loop and then come back. So I mean that would be really cool I think if it's if it's not prohibitively expensive just to like. Oh, now I'm in Paris and I'll stay here for a week or two and now I'll go to, you know, London or like just to always be moving around. But we'll see. We'll see if I can manage it without it being too expensive. And I guess if this couch surfing thing, if I become good at that or whatever, comfortable with that, I mean, that's like the ultimate because then literally no rent. But I mean, that just seems weirdly too good to be true. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Well, as long as uh, as your parents have a little bit of money to dole your way, <laughs> help you out. Yeah, it really does make all the difference in the world. Like, if I had to figure out a way to finance these trips, like, that'd be different. I actually heard a podcast. Uh, the guy was talking about this dude who had a you know weird drug problem, and he uh, he showed up in London, and he had I think he had like two grand, like he didn't have nothing, but then he he uh, was like asking some guy for drugs or some kind of like ecstasy or something and the guy was like yeah it's whatever ten dollars a pill or i can sell you 300 pills for x number or whatever and he's like awesome so he bought the 300 and then he just started selling them and that's how we financed his trip and like you know all this shit that i'm just like that's so outside of my ever like not not even like the same world you know <laughs> but yeah it's kind of risky get caught you'll, you'll you won't have to worry about couch surfing you'll have a little hard bed sell bed yeah and i've heard too in like france he was in france for a lot of this like they have horrifying prisons but 
but yeah like just and i mean that's the extreme version but even like you know getting weird jobs under the table and stuff like there's always ways to do it but i really don't think i'm motivated enough to do that <laughs> you know but yeah i don't know for now i mean one of these days i'll be a famous ass writer and then we can balance the books and whatever <laughs> i'll somehow pay you back the fucking 50 grand i owe you or something but Oh, well, when we're dead and gone, you'd inherit it anyway. You're just getting it now. Right. Yeah, especially, I mean, I guess I really am getting in under the wire of, like, people always say to do this stuff while you're young. And, I mean, I'm already flirting with not being able to walk anywhere. <laughs> so it does seem like this is a good time. Like, let's go now before I'm hobbling around with a cane or something. But, yeah, and I still got a whole month before I go, so I'm sure I'll talk to you before I leave, and then I'll keep you posted once I get there. Okay. Well, I definitely want to hear about the feet yeah. before you go. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, this seems much better. The just these, just these, uh, these. You know what I got going now. So far, it's pretty good. I mean, even now, like I'm like, yeah, I guess I should get off my feet just to be on the safe side. But they don't feel too bad like right now. But I've been yeah. you know trying not to push it just to be on the safe side. Okay. Well, I don't know what else to say to you except. <laughs> You're you're the the boy with the wanderlust. I always knew you had it. You still got it. Yeah, just uh, yeah. I guess there's not. Yeah, there really isn't much to say yet. So the springs just coiled up and just gotta kill time for a month, and then I'll have some stories. But for now, it's just just the waiting game. Right now, really, all I'm trying to do is I've got like a stack of books that I bought over the past year, and I'm just trying to read all my books before I go. Man, it takes forever to read a book. <laughs> it's like. It doesn't well, you seem should like take it. one with you, at least one with you to read on the plane. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm truly trying to keep it, though, like, as light as possible, because I can always buy a book on that side if I need a book that bad or something. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure I'll have at least one book left that I haven't finished. But. So, yeah, all right. So there's, uh, there's my updates. There's what's going on. Okay. Well, touch base with me in a couple of weeks. I will. And, uh, yeah, and uh, thanks for... Uh, for you know, uh, up and up in my up in the ante. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm not leaving till the end of September. So, and again, you know, I mean, I'm basically okay. But yeah, it's just nice to, just to, just nice to really just to know that it's that it's fine. <laughs> that if like yeah, I do it's have more, to, it's more comfortable to know you got a little bit before you go. Yeah, and like now that I've got that prepaid credit card and stuff. Oh yeah, I got to go to the bank and tell them that I'll be leaving the country so they don't freeze all my shit. But uh, yeah, just like because I like you know I'm gonna try to find ways to uh make this as cheap as possible but but it's just nice to know that if i have to like worst case scenario if i just had to go to like a normal hotel and pay some exorbitant rate or something just for a day or two or something like just to know that i can that that's always an option really that makes all the difference like in a way that's like probably the main thing that kind of makes this seem almost boring but it's that's good though (laughs) like i'd rather i like i like to know that if you had to do it you could do it too and you wouldn't be out laying on a curb somewhere yeah yeah this is gonna be weird too like i'm going to a part of the world where it's like the the wrong time of year in a way to go it's not going to be like the greatest weather ever but (laughs) it's going to get all cold and shitty soon but whatever maybe that's why my plane ticket was so cheap actually i'm sure nobody wants to go to amsterdam in october but you'll be there earlier enough too that if you if you need to uh find places where you can buy some secondhand stuff cheap 
Um, it's not like you'll be arriving in the middle of winter and you just got to go out and buy an expensive coat just because you've got to have an expensive coat yeah. to keep you warm. You know, you should have enough time to sort of root around and find some goodwill places where you can buy one up nice and cheap. And then if you have to leave it behind, you don't care. Yeah, that's why I really am curious, too, with this, with the couch surfing thing, is because, yeah, like, there is so much of that in the world. Like, there's, you can always get stuff cheap if you just look around and if you don't mind, you know, not having the fanciest stuff. And I do kind of feel like if the couch surfing thing works out, like, that is kind of the ultimate version of that. Like, like I couldn't believe there was 26,000 people signed up to this site in Holland. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a or the Netherlands in general, but still, like, man, that's bananas. Like, like it, maybe it'll make paying for rent seem dumb. Like, I can't believe I paid for all that rent. But, I mean, you can't really use couch surfing in your home country. That'd be, you could, but, like, it sort of goes against the spirit of it. But, but yeah, if I'm out in Europe, I mean, I'm fully, I'm fully applicable. I'm fully the type of, I'm, I'm who it's for. <laughs> I'm like, you know, have some weird Canadian guy sleep on your couch. But anyway, yeah, so... I will go, so I don't destroy my poor feet. Yeah, go give your feet a rest. Cool, all right, well, it's good to talk to you. Okay, good to talk to you, too, since you've had some pretty major decisions coming up. Yeah, and I'll call you back uh, whenever my next round of feet appointments go in a couple weeks. Okay. All right. Take care. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye.